Welcome to the New Man Podcast, a show for brave men to experience freedom in their faith, sexuality, and relationships. The goal? goal? To provide practical tools and timeless principles that help you become the man you were made to be. And now, your host, Sathya Sam. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here, and welcome to the New Man Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I am really looking forward to just digging further into this ERG series. If you saw ERG in the title and you're wondering what that is, that is the ultimate recovery guide. And it's actually the ultimate guide to porn recovery. That's what it's titled technically, um, but we're calling it the ERG, the ultimate recovery guide. So we're doing a series here. Uh, Really excited to dig in. Just thought I would take a brief moment just to give uh, a little update on me. Um, because I know a lot of you guys have been following my journey. I've uh, just quit my job recently to do deep clean full time after doing it on the side for two and a half years and God has been so faithful. Um, It's just been off to an incredible start. Um, Yeah, it's just been fun to get um, some new people into the program. That's been really cool. It's been fun to have more time to do podcast episodes and uh, just connect with some really phenomenal ministries out there and I got to speak at a summit last week uh, virtually and it looks like it's going to lead to some more opportunities so it's just been fun it's really fun growing learning and man we have some really incredible guests lined up on the podcast as well Um, I just finished an interview this week with a guy named Jared Lopes and I'm going to guess a bunch of you have probably heard of him he's the founder of Dad Tired which is a really cool ministry the name kind of says it all but He's an amazing guy and God is really elevating his platform. I mean, this guy's interviewed people like Lecrae and that kind of thing on his podcast and um, he's so humble and uh, it was one of those interviews after I went to Shaloma, my wife and I just said like, I can't believe I get to even just connect with some of these guys. Um, They're like legends, you know, they're like titans in the industry, uh, so to speak and uh, the fact that I get to speak with them is amazing. So that's been really fun and the last thing I'm working on um, is a title for my book and it's really hard. Uh, this is just a funny industry to be in. Like, uh, you want to really tell people what you're about, and yet sometimes if you're brash about it, you don't know if that scares people away. And um, so I'm kind of working through, I would say, some personal insecurities around the subject and also just inexperience, you know, not knowing how to really market a book well and, and how to title something. So very grateful for my team and um, lots of accomplished authors around me as well that I'm trying to pull from. But, uh, but yeah, if, you're, uh, if you think of me, you can definitely throw up a prayer uh, that I get the right book title here to just take this book wherever it needs to go. Anyway, um, we are going into our series here on The Ultimate Recovery Guide. I hope you've been enjoying these so far. And if you haven't downloaded your copy yet, um, then after we, after we go through this today, I'll, I'll let you know how you can do that. Just to summarize real quick, uh, the Ultimate Recovery Guide is really, um, it's a simple little ebook that is designed to give you my best practices for getting free of pornography. And the best practices are all really uh, laid out in response to a classic mistake that I've made myself and that I have often seen uh, my guys going through as well in their recovery journeys. So this is meant to really spare you from making those mistakes and to give you a best practice that you can do instead to really uh, expedite your recovery process and really just make it as smooth as possible. So um, best practice number one was to bring trusted people into your journey. 
Best practice number two was to focus on the internal and the external will take care of itself. And today, best practice number three, you're gonna find out in just a minute. But I wanna talk about the mistake that uh, th that is often made, which has kind of led to this best practice. So here's the deal. Um, when you are pursuing something in life, okay, like let's just start super broad. So, you know, let's say you want to grow a business or you want to lose some weight or you want to put on some muscle. Um, they tell you that you should set goals, right? Goals that are smart. They're specific. They're measurable. They're attainable. They are um, recordable. I think that's what R is. Uh, actually, no, I, <laughs> this shows you how, how well I know this stuff. I don't even, I don't even remember what the, the SMART um, all stands for. But the point is, within SMART is something that is measurable. I, can, I know for sure that's what the N stands for. So, um, pardon me, R is relevant and T is time-bound. That's what it is. Anyway, measurable goals. So, when you say, like, I want to lose weight, it's like I want to lose X number of pounds, Right? Or, um, you know, uh, I want to gain X number of pounds of muscle, that kind of thing. Um, you know, if it's financial, maybe it's I want to make a certain salary every single year. Um, you know, these are good goals. These are good things to aim towards. And we tend to sort of translate this approach into the recovery space. And it actually is not as effective. So, for example, it might be like, okay, I really want to go 10 days free of porn. So maybe that's just where you're starting out. 10 days is really long. So it's like, okay, I'm going to go 10 days and then you get, you hit 10 days. So then you go 20 days and you know, you can keep going further and you can kind of apply this methodology. But the, the most success that we see in people recovering from pornography has very little to do with how many days they've been clean. It has much more to do with our two best practices, which are focus on the internal, the external will take care of itself and bring trusted people into your journey. So we just find that when you go a little bit beneath the surface and you focus less on the behavior, less on counting streaks, and focus more on just your own transformation, your own development, that's where we see things become the most effective. Now, in some ways, I'm sort of just beating a dead horse here. Like, this is not new information. But the reason streak counting becomes especially problematic is because it puts a lot of pressure on the streak. And one of the things that I use a lot, even in my messaging, is I talk about the frustration that comes from white knuckling recovery. And there are certain things that we actually do to ourselves that cause us to white knuckle an experience. And streak counting is one of those things. You know, when you try to count streaks and you're trying to, uh, you know, just hit that 20 day mark or hit that 30 day mark, hit that three month mark, uh, you become so consumed with it that it actually puts unnecessary pressure on things that aren't really that important and it takes away resources that you could actually channel on the things that are important. So that is the real issue with street counting. It, it just, it, it is a total distraction and you start becoming focused on things that don't really matter. Now, this is one of the, the quotes from the guide here. If you start to obsess over not looking at porn to keep the streak alive, you will probably fall into temptation eventually because you were thinking about it too much. So it, in, in some ways, it's like if your focus is, is just on that streak, you actually obsess over the issue more than you really need to, and it can lead to worse things. So instead of streak counting, now I'm just actually, let me mention one more thing. 
I'm not against you counting streaks. So when guys, you know, show up to our group calls and they're like, yeah, I haven't watched, um, you know, today we had a couple guys who haven't watched porn in uh, a couple months. And it's like, dude, that is awesome. And usually, you know, when it's been three or four days, you're very aware of it. So like we're getting specific numbers usually for guys who are in that place in their recovery journey. But once it's been longer, we really discourage guys from paying attention. Like we're not counting like 63 days free. Woo. Uh, you know, we're not really doing anything like that. Um, you know, the one guy's like, yeah, I think it's been, you know, about, I think for him, the one guy was just a month and the other guy had been uh, close to 90 days. Um, and it's like, yeah, we're, we're not going to count it. Um, or I'm not going to ask you for a specific number rather, but if you have one, that's totally fine. So I'm not against it but it should not be the focus. The emphasis is instead on best practice number three, which is to monitor internal progress. Monitor internal progress. So while external aspects are measured, internal aspects are monitored. That's the goal. So, you know, we're not we're not like measuring temptation resiliency here. We don't have a metric for that, that you just keep track of every single day and see how you do. Instead, what we're really trying to observe is like, okay, when you look at the person you were when you first started out in this journey, has that changed? Have you grown? Have you developed? Have you improved in your self-awareness? Do you have a better understanding of your emotions? Are you a little bit more aware of your vulnerabilities and how you can respond to them in a healthy way that is either going to mitigate the vulnerabilities or prevent you from getting into those vulnerable situations and states? These are the kinds of things that we want to monitor as you approach porn recovery. And I, I'll tell you, this makes a world of difference because it takes the pressure off for starters. That's probably the most important thing. It takes the pressure off. But secondly, it, it actually gives you areas to concentrate on that are really meaningful. And you know, getting free of porn is about transformation of the man. So how are you going to get transformed if all you're doing is paying attention to how many days it's been since you looked at porn? The only way you're going to really know if you're being transformed and, and making some progress here is if you start to monitor what's going on internally. Is your character developing? The, these are the kinds of things we really want to pay attention to. So it, it becomes tricky, right? Because it's much easier when you have something measurable. It's nice to be able to tell the world or at least tell your loved ones, like, I have lost 30 pounds in the last three months. Like that, that feels good. It's something measurable. It's something that you can present and people get it. Now for starters, like we're not really flaunting that information to our loved ones in the porn recovery space to begin with. Um, but you know, it's tempting to be able to at least even tell other guys or people who are part of the journey, like, you know, I've gone like 60 days or I've gone whatever, however many days it is. I, I'm not super impressed by those things. Um, because I went, I think my longest streak was probably about 300 days when I was recovering and I still relapsed. So instead, I'm much more interested in their development. How are you developing? What are you learning? And in this place where you've had some success and you've, you're making some good strides in your recovery, what are you learning? What are the things that you're going to learn that you will continue to maintain? Because um, I did a, an episode uh, recently on this and I'll link to it in the show notes. But one of the biggest enemies of your future success is current success because you'll take your foot off the gas thinking, yeah, I'm good to go. I got this figured out. Everything's just, you know, peachy keen. Or you will um, you will just stop doing 
the, the things that, you know, that got you there in the first place. Um, and so either of those things are problems and they are, they are going to basically render those streaks futile because either you will continue to white knuckle it and you won't really know what you need to do in the future to further your freedom or two, they'll just eventually lead to a relapse because you're going to cave and you won't be able to handle the pressure. So we want to really uh, avoid street counting and instead we monitor internal progress. Now, this is where the power of community really comes to play because it is hard to monitor your own internal progress. Now, there's ways to do it. I'm a huge proponent of journaling and journaling is an incredible, incredible way to do this because you know, after you've journaled for six months, you can go back and look at your entries. And I know for me, sometimes I, I read back what I wrote like a year ago and I'm like, I'm sometimes I'm embarrassed. Sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, God, look at how much you did in my life in just a short year. And you know, it's cool. Like there's just, there's tangible development that starts to surface when you can look through a journal and just see the kind of things you've gone through and, and how you've worked through them. Um, so journaling is a huge way, but I think um, community is probably the best way because when you have community in the mix, community, um, th these are guys who see your development. And often what happens is our growth happens in increments, but that's because we are with ourselves every waking moment of every single day. So we, we can't necessarily see just how much we've grown and how much we've changed Whereas the people around us, they don't see us as frequently. And even those who maybe see us daily or a couple times a week, they're going to have a much better vantage point for seeing how we progressed. So that's why we do regular group coaching in the Deep Clean programs. And it's why we encourage people to have a spotter, somebody who's in their life that they're connecting with regularly, that's going to help them, give them that extra lift in their recovery. And obviously, you know, be in the loop about what they're working through. And those kinds of people are going to have some really useful insights into your progress. And they're going to be the ones who are going to be able to say, hey, you you might think you're struggling, but bro, don't don't forget where you were six months ago. Like, look at how far you've come. You, you would not have handled this the same way just six short months ago. So well done. You're doing great. And, you know, that kind of thing. This, this is where people around you becomes really helpful. And that, of course, is best practice number one invite other people in. So, I mean, like I said, these things all build on each other. I didn't just put together a couple of good ideas here. These are the things we have seen have the greatest impact on people's recovery journey. And you will not be the exception. These things are all going to be super, super beneficial. So to quickly summarize, we want to avoid street counting because street counting puts our focus on things that don't matter nearly as much. And street counting can cause unnecessary pressure to reach a certain goal without actually developing or gaining freedom in the process. Instead, our best practice is to monitor internal progress. So as we focus on the things that are internal underneath the surface, we can trust the external things will take care of themselves. But more importantly, we will not feel the same kind of pressure and we will be able to develop in the areas that truly lead to freedom long lasting freedom. Now, if you want to get your hands on this guide, I highly recommend it. And if maybe you yourself are doing okay, but you know somebody who's struggling and who needs some help, download this for them. Okay. Don't send them the link, download it for them, send a nice little personalized email to them. 
and show them that you're really looking out for them and you want to offer them something useful, something that's going to actually give them some practical ways to further their recovery. And you can do that at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. You're going to get access to this. You literally just have to put in your email. That's it. You get it delivered straight to your inbox. Uh, there is a little bit of an opportunity for you to buy something else. Um, that costs money. It's a little teaching series, not a lot of money. You get an opportunity to do that. There's no pressure. You will get the guide for free. Uh, all you need for that is just to offer your email. So that's ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Guys, I want to thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me. And I was telling my wife this yesterday as well when we were talking about Jared and all that. I am loving this. I love podcasting. I love talking to you guys and getting to connect with you this way. And I love that I get to serve you. And it really does help me when you give feedback. So thanks to those of you who have. And you know, if some of you still have some thoughts uh, about the podcast or you have some questions you've been wondering and you've been hoping I was going to ask about it and maybe I haven't yet, um, please reach, uh, reach out to us. You can uh, reach us at admin at sathiasam.com. We would love to uh, hear from you and we'd be happy to do our absolute best to uh, respond to whatever your inquiry may be. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I'm cheering you on. I wish you an incredible day and we'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to The New Man Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, you can share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, please sign up for the weekly newsletter at www.sathiasam.com or follow on Instagram at Sam. Thanks again and see you next time.